SAFM Sports Wrap. Good evening to you. Welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap. I'm Brad Brown, and thanks to, to the MoneyWeb team back on your radio tomorrow. Coming up uh, in this evening's show, half an hour of non-stop sporting action. We'll hear from the Mamelodi Sundowns camp following their match at the FIFA Club World Cup today. We'll also chat some indoor hockey with South African hockey uh, goalkeeper, Rassi uh, Rossi Peterson and we'll also uh, chat some English football some great matches to look forward to this evening but let's start with football Mamelodi Sundowns lost their fifth place playoff at that 2016 FIFA Club World Cup today uh, against Yumbuk High Hyundai by four goals to one in the day's other match Kashima Antlers became the first Japanese side to reach uh, the final after they beat Colombia's South American champions Atletico Nacional 3-0 the host's first goal was an historic one with a penalty being awarded using a video replay for the first time ever in a FIFA competition. The eight NFD clubs that will participate in next year's Nedbank Cup round of 32 have been confirmed. The clubs are Cape Town All-Stars, Amazulu, FC Cape Town, Bombella United, Whitbank Spurs, Royal Ego, uh, Eagles, Jomo Cosmos and Stellenbosch FC. The NFD clubs will join eight other clubs from the SAFA structure and 16 from the Premier Division in the last 32. Five matches in the PSL to look forward to this evening. Highlands Park welcome Ajax Cape Town. Chipper travel to Polokwane City. Free State Stars face Barocca FC. Kaiser Chiefs host Bloom Celtic and Bidvest Vitz travel to the Princess Magogo Stadium to play Golden Arrows. Both teams are winless in their last three. Vitz assistant fitness and fitness coach Paul Johnson says they've used the week-long break to refocus their efforts. Really looking forward to the game. It's been, again, seems like a long time ago since we last played. Um, and especially after doing so well so far in the season and coming off a, a terrible week and a half where we, you know, a draw and, and two losses is, is terrible form for where we want to be and, and what we're striving for. So, yeah, absolutely looking forward to it and really chomping at the bit to try to, you know, turn the last week and a half around. Johnson says they're in for a tough clash tonight, but they have been buoyed by some good news with the personnel returning. As I said before, I mean, you know, there's no easy opposition out there. Um, and Arrows themselves have been have doing fantastically well. And um, look, we're under no illusion that it's going to be an easy game. We're going there expecting a tough game and it's going to be very, very competitive. And there's all to play for. And we've certainly got to do our best to turn things around. We obviously will welcome back Sofiso Slanti into the lineup again after his suspension. Um, we're hoping to have our captain back as well, which is a massive, a massive uh, positive for us. Um, and yeah, possibly one or two others, but we'll we'll wait and see whether that pans out. But um, you know, we're hoping to have a bit of a change and and to strengthen. The- in some local transfer news, defender Reese Ed- uh, Evans has joined IX Cape Town on an 18-month loan deal from Mamelodi Sundowns. On to cricket, VKB Knights captain Tienis de Brain has been named as a new cap in the Proteus Test squad for the three-test series against Sri Lanka. The selectors announced a squad of 13 for the two matches over the festive season. Uh, first, at St George's Park between the 26th and the 30th of December. The second at Newlands in Cape Town between the 2nd and 6th of January. The 24-year takes the place of franchise colleague Riley Rousseau who was one of several players who were not considered for selection due to injury. Other players ruled out of consideration Amy de Villiers, Dale Stain and Mornay Morkel. The selectors have reduced the squad of 16 for the Australia Tour to 13 because there's no need for a replacement wicketkeeper or a second specialist spinner for the home series. Wayne Parnell who was ruled out of the Australian Tour through injury returns to the squad. The full squad as follows. Faf Duplessis who will skipper the team. Kyle Abbott, Hashim Amla, Temba Bavuma, 
Stephen Cook, Tienis De Bruyne, Quinton de Kock, JP Dumini, Dean Alga, Keshav Maharaj, Wayne Ponal, Vernon Philander, and Kahiso Rabada. In domestic cricket news, Cape Cobra's all rounder Saberant Engelbrecht has announced his retirement from first class cricket. Some bad news for Blitzbock or former Blitzbock skipper Kyle Brown. He will miss the rest of the World 7 series due to a ruptured ACL, which he sustained in the Cape Town leg this past weekend. Brown will undergo surgery tomorrow and he faces between six and nine months on the sidelines. Finally, another rugby news, Wales prop Gethin Jenkins set to miss the Six Nations, that after undergoing surgery on a ruptured bicep. Coming up next, we'll chat some English football. SAFM Sports Wrap. You're listening to SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Lots of uh, fixtures to look forward to in the Premiership uh, here in South Africa tonight, but also uh, in the Premiership in the UK. Eight games uh, in all in England. And as we head towards the Christmas break, some interesting matchups uh, to look forward to. We're joined now by football pundit Irfan Adam. Irfan, welcome. Thanks for, for joining us this evening. Hi, Fred. It's uh, always a pleasure joining you. Irfan, I mentioned that the year-end break, uh, obviously everyone's talking about who's top of the table, but the teams who are, are battling relegation as it stands right now, the last thing that they want to do is be bottom of the table at the uh, end of the year because the odds of you surviving are pretty slim. And the team who's there right now, Sunderland, and they welcome table toppers Chelsea to the Stadium of Lights tonight. They are going to have their hands full, aren't they? Yeah, you should know uh, about the perils of being bottom <laughs> in Christmas. You've been hey, no, no, Villa, no but, jibes uh, at Villa. Come on, no jibes at Villa tonight, Irfan. <laughs> No, uh, we know we're not holding any punches. Eh? We know there's nothing uh, that's uncensored at the moment. But uh, yeah, uh, on a more serious note, that Sunderland are in uh, all sorts of problems, and it doesn't get any easier. Chelsea targeting their tenth successive win. But uh, news emanating on Twitter is that uh, Eden Hazard is a major doubt for this evening's game. And uh, although it's a big blow for Chelsea, William comes in, and we know what he's capable of. So, uh, yeah, Sunderland, although they've had a bit of a comeback, if I might say, a bit of a reversal of fortunes over the past few weeks, they hit into this game on the back of a defeat, though. So, uh, yeah, a, a, a massive, massive test for Sunderland at the Stadium of Light tonight. Yeah, absolutely. And a win for, for Chelsea will take them six points clear of uh, the Gunners, who are sitting in second. But Liverpool in action tonight as well. They've got a, a, ha- a game in hand on Arsenal. Uh, and, and a win for them this evening would, uh, would take them level on points. They, they come up against Middlesbrough at the Riverside. Yeah, definitely so. Uh, Liverpool will be looking forward to it. Uh, but the Riverside is not the easiest of places to travel to. I read a stupid statistic this morning which said that Liverpool haven't won on uh, Teesside since 2002. And although Borough have been in the championship for many a year uh, since that, that particular fixture, they've proven this year that uh, they are especially difficult to beat at home. They've uh, held Man City, and I think they've beaten. Uh, they've held Man City. They've, be- they've held Arsenal. They've beaten uh, Leicester. So yeah, uh, Liverpool will have their work cut out for them, and uh, they need a- They need to do something because the last two weeks haven't gone according to plan. Uh, we remember that loss against Bournemouth, and then last week, uh, the weekend lo- uh, draw to West Ham. Rather, uh, it uh, remains interesting to see whether Jurgen Klopp would start with Loris Karius in goal, and uh, given his particular meltdown against West Ham and then his uh, subsequent meltdown on Twitter where he had started with Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher. So yeah, would uh, Carriers start or would Mignolet start? I for one would go for Carriers. Uh, the Premier League is especially difficult to adjust to for goalkeepers. Remember the, the battles David De Gea went through as well as uh, Peter Schmeichel early on in their days. So yeah, an interesting one to look forward to.
Yeah, Irfan, there's a stand-up comic a good few years ago was spoke about what would happen if you strapped a piece of buttered toast to the back of a cat and dropped it, so which would land. And, and the game that that reminds me of is the Crystal Palace-Manchester United game this evening. Palace have, in their last few games, they've been goals of plenty. United have been struggling in front of goal. It's going to be interesting to see how that one goes. Yeah, definitely so, especially with teams such as United and Palace. They're so unpredictable. And uh, United had that sort of fluidity with Hendrik Mkhitaryan making his way into the starting eleven. But uh, And we saw what he's done. He was absolutely phenomenal against Spurs, and he scored a brilliant goal. And he did that in the Europa League as well, although Zoria Lohans couldn't really be mentioned in the same breath as uh, Tottenham. But yeah, it's uh, really unpredictable. They've got two strikers capable of win, um, uh, of taking the game away from anyone in the form of Christian Benteke and Zlatan Ibrahimovic. But uh, there's, a, there's a sort of stability to United, and I'm certainly backing them to do the business uh, at uh, Crystal Palace. Well, you mentioned Spurs. They're in action uh, tonight as well. And uh, they come up against a whole city. They, they're at home at White Hart Lane. Yeah, I don't see anything else but a Spurs victory happening at the lane tonight. Uh, they've bowed out of the Champions League. They've drawn in the Europa League. Uh, they, they, uh, it's difficult to, to guess what, 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 which Spurs are going to turn up. I know Moussa Dembele has been injured. And a funny stat is that uh, when Moussa Dembele plays, Harry Kane tends to score. So uh, if he's going to sit out tonight, I don't think Spurs uh, would look forward to that game. But how are certainly not in the best of positions at the moment. Their fine start of the season is in, along in the memory banks. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm backing Spurs for a win. Yeah, absolutely. It uh, should be a wonderful night's football in, uh, in, in store. Out of those eight fixtures, what do you reckon? If you could only watch one, which is the one to watch? Uh, actually, I, I, I'm going to be flipping all because... Uh, I've had a terrible run in Fantasy League over the past few weeks. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's uh, just uh, keeping an eye on my players. Absolutely. So, run through the whole fixtures. Middlesbrough up against Liverpool. Chelsea away to Sunderland. West Ham play, uh, play Burnley. Crystal Palace uh, welcome the Red Devils. Swansea travel to West Brom. Man City in action against Watford. Stoke City up against Southampton. And Hull are away to Tottenham Hotspur. Just finally, Man City, Watford, Etienne. How do you see that, way, that one going? A uh, very difficult call because Pep Guardiola suddenly finds himself in a bit of a crisis. He's uh, talked about that uh, the need to win. And uh, after their hammering from Leicester as well as their hammering from Chelsea, minus Sergio Aguero and Fernandinho, he's suddenly devoid of his first-choice spine in his team. Uh, but also having said that, Watford away from uh, a, a Vicarage Road uh, don't really pose much of a threat. They're certainly formidable at home. And uh, Troy Deeney, uh, the captain, he's looking for his 100th goal for the Hornets. And uh, we know what a nuggety player he is. He can cause the frail City defense all sorts of problems. But uh, I don't see City losing that one, especially since I've got Kevin De Bruyne and Kelechi Iannaccio in my fantasy team. <laughs> it should be a great night's football. Irfan, thank you very much for your time. Once again, we look forward to catching up again soon. You're welcome, Brad. It's always a pleasure. This is Sport on SAFM. Every supporter's greatest resource. You're listening to SAFM and uh, there's some great hockey to look forward to if you're in and around Cape Town this evening. There's been a tournament that's been going on for a few years uh, with lots and lots of youngsters playing indoor hockey and... uh, 
It's happened again this year, but uh, the last couple of seasons they've put together an all-star team to take on a South African team. And this year, the all-star team is just overflowing with superstars. We joined now by SA Hockey goalkeeper Russi Pizza. Ruck, uh, Russi, welcome on to SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. Thanks for, for joining us. You're not involved from a playing perspective, but uh, you have been there watching watching the three games in the series so far. Last one tonight. It's been some great hockey, hasn't it? Yes, thanks, thanks for having me, Brad. Yes, it's been uh, incredible. I mean, you just you just hit the nail on the head. I mean, it's the all-star team, and it's, uh, and it's really all-star team. Uh, they've got some top German players, like real legends. These guys have won gold medals at the Olympic Games. They've won World Cups. Uh, then you've got a lot of Dutch players. You've got Laurent Kudekubira in goals, the goalkeeper from Holland that's won the World Cup for him you know, a couple of years ago. So, so I mean, it's, it's it's an amazing spectacle, not just for South Africa to play against all-star team like this, but also for the kids watching the Euros in our home country, in Cape Town. Uh, I mean, what more do you want? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you talk about the kids watching, uh, obviously the uh, 2016 Pro Series uh, Indoor Greenfields Indoor Series uh, wrapped up, but it was between the 10th and the 14th of December, this this sort of series of matches uh, with the SA team and the All-Stars sort of as a as a, a dessert to, to that. And, and, and it's great to see the kids hanging around and, and seeing some of these, these global superstars uh, sort of in their own backyard. Of course. I mean, they, they're seeing their Euros in their own backyard, but they're also learning so much. I mean, if you, if you just see how the, how the players are actually interacting with the crowd, how they're hanging around afterwards, giving autographs, chatting to the kids. I mean, it's just amazing. Um, I mean, it's, it's quite a relaxed uh, tournament for them or a series for them. I mean, these guys are really enjoying the Cape Town sun for, for a couple of weeks uh, being out here. So, I mean, it, it, it's, quite, it's, it's quite eventful and it's a lot of fun. And I mean, for the South African team, to prepare for next year's World Cup, playing against an all-star unit like this. I mean, it's, it's just exactly what we need for South African indoor hockey. Now, I was going to say, I, I mean, obviously playing against stiff opposition with the year that, that's coming up like like is next year, even though they've lost the series 3-0 uh, and, and won to play, you, you learn a lot more out of games you, you lose and, 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 and have to fight really hard for than the ones that, that come easy. So they'll, they'll take lots of experience out of this. No, of course. I mean, there's, there's no, no pressure on the national team at the moment, and especially playing against these guys. I mean, uh, like we just said, it's a, it's a learning experience for everybody. And, and who, who better to play against the guys that's won World Cups and Olympic medals um, and learn from these guys? And, and all of them are a bunch of nice guys. So, I mean, like I said, after, after the game, you know, the guys uh, have a beer together and they, and they chat. The camaraderie is great. So, so, so it's awesome. I mean, it's really great. I mean, what Pro Series uh, Indoor Hockey or PSI has done with Simon Martin the director of PSI, he's just done an incredible job for indoor hockey in South Africa the last 10 years, you can say. Rossi, is there a bit of crossover between the guys who play outdoor like yourself and, and guys that play indoor? Is it, is it, is it possible to play both or is, is, do you find yes, you're better at one and stick to it? Yes, it's, it's very possible. I mean, in, in the past it's been quite difficult. Like myself, I'm, I'm not in the, indoor, in the indoor team. It's just because, you know, your season actually doubles up. And especially if you're playing, you know, half your season in Europe and half your season in South Africa, you know, it's difficult to make time uh, for indoor. Uh, so, so sooner or later you need to choose uh, to have a bit of rest as well. But, I mean, there's, there's some guys like Jesso Eustace, uh, Wade Payton, that's an all-season campaigner for South Africa that's played Olympic Games and, and a couple of World Cups was an outdoor uh, that's just slots into the indoor team, like you know they've they've you know grown off up on the court. So yes, there is a bit of crossover, but not so much. But like I say, it's it's a specialised game, and 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 the unit that we have on the park there, these guys really know what they do on the indoor court. So it's great to see. For for people who don't really know too much, uh, I mean they understand hockey, but maybe don't know the nuances between the two. What's what's the big differences between outdoor and indoor hockey? 
I mean, indoor hockey is quite exciting to watch. I mean, it's, you'll see much more goals. I mean, you see score, score lines like 13-9, so it's much faster. There's only, only uh, six players against each other. You've got the goalkeeper and five guys on the court. Uh, the ball can't go out. So it's similar to kind of ice hockey. So it's very exciting for, for, for the crowd. Uh, the court is also much smaller. So, yeah, you see much more action. And, yeah, like I just say, it's an amazing game. I mean, the, the game is just involved for entertainment. So, so it's great to watch. So I can urge anybody that's in Cape Town tonight, come down to UCT Sports Centre at 7 o'clock and watch these World All-Stars play against South African team. Yeah, it's not going to be long till that gets underway. Rossi, is, is indoor hockey helping grow the sport in, in the country? Obviously, with hockey not being one of the, the sort of mainstreams like a football, uh, uh, rugby or, or, or netball, is, I mean, obviously, you, you as a sport, it, it needs to attract youngsters in. And is indoor hockey filling that gap? Is it creating that vibe and excitement uh, with the youngsters to get them to play the sport? No, for sure. I mean, outdoor hockey is seen as a as a winter sport, where indoor hockey is seen as a summer sport. So, like I just said, now you know we got about fifteen hundred kids at the courts playing this whole week uh, at this PSI tournament. Um, so definitely, I mean, the kids are enjoying it. It's more exciting. I mean, I'm a goalkeeper, and I know being a goalkeeper in indoor hockey, you know, you see you have much more action, so you enjoy the game much more. You've got uh, more balls coming flying at you, and this is what these kids are playing, you know, towards. And and what's quite nice about this Greenfields PSI tournament is it's, it's franchises. So you can see a lot of these kids are really making mates. You know, they're probably leaving the tournament. They all become Facebook friends, uh, you know, and they, and, and they wait for, for for the following season or the next year for December national tournament again so so it's, it's a great game i mean it's like i said it's it's like the t20 of cricket you can throw so, well, it, so it's very exciting does it sounds it sounds incredible as far as the, the standards you, you mentioned that the the all-stars the south african team training for that world cup we, we know what what the outdoor south african team can do how, how, how does the indoor team rate in in sort of world standards and and, and where they're at Yes, I mean, I mean, the, the guys are training now quite hard. I think there's only, and I'm, I'm not talking on the correction, there only 12 countries can qualify for for the Indoor World Cup, and we've we've qualified. So, you know, we already seen as you know part of a, a big, top strong uh, world hockey nations being at the Indoor World Cup. Uh, I think in the past we've shown you know that we can that we can compete, but we've never really had big focus on indoor hockey. But because of this PSI now, you know emphasizing how important the senior teams are also, not just the junior kids. Uh, this will also help us create more training camps for our indoor team, more tournaments, more international matches like we're talking about now. And I can just see us in the next World Cup even be, being much better than we ever been before. Uh, the pool of players we've got, I mean, there's a big blend of experience there. I mean, Max Fairweather, our captain, I mean, he's been around the court for, for, for many, many years, you know, and, and it goes through the spine. We've got lots of experience, um, so it's quite. I'm quite excited to see what we're going to do in the next World Cup next year. I think coming into February. Well, sounds brilliant. If you are in the, the area, UCT Indoor Sports Arena tonight, seven o'clock is when it gets started. Uh, Rusty, thank you so much for your time once again. Much appreciated, and uh, yeah, Thanks, we look forward to catching up again soon. Thanks a lot. Keep well, guys. Cheers. It's not the festive season until Coca-Cola says it is. Starting next week on SAFM. Listen out for this. Then, stand by for your gift from Coca-Cola. Details on your favorite show. It's happening all festive season. Because you can't stop once you taste the feeling with Coca-Cola. Grab another Coke and let's die. Enjoy that Christmas feeling. It may not be a trophy, but it's really worth showing off. Be proud of the Constitution. Be proud of our Bill of Rights. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. SAFM Sports Wrap.
Well, early on today, Mamelodi Sundowns lost uh, in the FIFA Club World Cup and uh, the technical team and players are in unison. The results at uh, the Cup, particularly the 4-1 hammering that they received in Osaka today at the hands of South Korean Asian champions, Yenobukai Hyundai, uh, exactly where South African football stands globally. Sundowns, who were the first South African team to participate in this tournament after being crowned as African champions two months ago, finished sixth in the Club World Cup. Head coach Pizzo Mosemane had warned that the South Koreans were going to be stronger than their opening game and it was worse than they expected. As I said yesterday, that uh, this game is going to be more tougher than the, the Kashima game and it came out the same way, you know. I, I think it's nearly the same lessons that you got from the last match. People who are stronger on the ball, people who look after the ball very well, they close you down much quicker, they come back quicker, they recover the ball much quicker than us. Yeah, but still on that, we still also had our chances again, uh, but not as many as we got against Toshiwa, uh, Kashima. But it also shows that um, the chances we got are very few in these two, two games, and you need to try and take whatever comes, uh, you must take it away. But above all, again, not disappointed with the performance. Uh, uh, the scoreline is, is not nice, my future. The scoreline was, 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 uh, was different, and it doesn't... It's not good to have that scoreline for the for, for the emblem for the team, but I think we played it to our level, to be honest, and that's our level. But we know our level in South Africa, and we know our level now in Africa. But now we know our level in in global football. Uh, those are three stages uh, of of levels. The Koreans walked away with 21 million rand in prize money for fifth place, whilst Patrice Mosepe's side settled for a 13.67 million paycheck for finishing sixth. In their opening clash, Sundowns had wasted several goal-scoring opportunities in the first half and succumbed to J-League champions Kashima Antlers 2-0, who gave a spirited second-half performance after seeing his side trailing 3-0 at half-time. Sibusisa Vilakazi was brought in at half-time and helped to bring the club back into the game as they found a consolation goal through Percy Tau. The Bufana International is no stranger to international football and says the lessons learned here will benefit everyone back home. I think, I think overall, I think it's, 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 it's I think the first game, I mean, we take out a few, a few clips, a few pitches by first half, did uh, very well in terms of rotating the ball, playing the ball, in terms of moving the ball, creating chances. It was just a matter of in the, uh, converting those chances and then obviously never went away and then obviously came back so good enough and then you know we were punished very badly and then obviously the score was was a bit okay and then coming back to this one we see the score was very was very very big so it, it shows the, 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 the gap shows the level where we're at and uh, with these teams and then it shows that you know we're very very far you know there's a lot that we can improve on there's a lot that you can take and then another thing about it is that we, we, we can learn from it you know you can never stop learning you know you have to take that they're a very very good team but at the same time i think we could have done better ourselves you know and then uh, i think it was a very very good challenge as well i think we never came here to test ourselves but we came here to, to compete i mean we as you can see we're never ready to to see ourselves going back at home, you know, it's very disappointing to leave early. But as our hopes were very high that we can go as far as uh, seeing ourselves in the final or in the semi-final. After uh, the first half, I mean, in the first five minutes, the high-pressing game, they were quick, and half-time score was, show, was showing that. But you came and we got an early goal. We looked to be playing when you, you came on. I looked. It showed. It showed that you know. With the strong character that we have, that we, we never gave up, you know. We still find ourselves by thinking that we can 
go in and get something and then we can go in and get more and then it shows that we can you know it's a it's a matter of i think consistency in our play as well and it's a matter of um learning our our i mean there's a lot you can see that our, our gaps in between were very too big whereas from them you could see the pressing is very high you know they're very compact you, i mean you could have Guy, you have one or two, three guys marking one person. It shows their pressing is very, very good, and their anticipation is very, very, it's very, very brilliant. I mean, they're able to anticipate where the ball is going to go in terms of the second ball. That's what I'm saying. The level of this football is very high, and I think it's it's, it's a very, very good challenge. And then I think for 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 us, it was a very, it was very a positive, a positive uh, competition. Yes, I mean, you could be said saying, okay, you have done very well, but uh, the competition, that's where you test yourself with, uh, with these teams. Sundowns, who were also the South African champions, won the league twice in the last four years and managed to be runners-up in the same period, have dominated local football. It's understandable why Mosimane would say this. It also reflects the standard of club football back home in relation to the rest of the world. Well, world football is, is totally different. And, and you could see that the, the Asian... This team is they are Asian champions, and for you to be an Asian champion, it's not all about winning the games. You must know that the mental strength on this team is very strong because you know how big Asia is. It means they cover the whole Asia to win this tournament. So that's big. It's not. It's not small. And they are regulars at uh, the Asian Champions League level. Yeah, they are regulars at Asian Champions level. It's a, it's a very strong team. This team. So I know my team now at global level. That my team at global level is 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 still small at lower level. But what do you do? You improve the products, you see what you saw, you learn, you take away what you have learned, and you go back home and, and try and implement those things. Because as I said, even a tourist knows that uh, uh, when he goes back home, he'll tell you where he went to see, oh, I went to Egypt, I saw pyramids, I saw this and that. You learn something, uh, even a tourist learns something. So as a football player, you should also say, I've learned this and this in this tournament, and this is what I'm taking home, and this is where I'm gonna improve myself as a player this is where i'm going to improve myself as a coach to try and 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 be to be better so we documented many things we learned and we try and improve the product that uh, our supporters are proud of in south africa uh, and they know they saw that that we play to our level we play to our standards so I, I was not disappointed only thing that we didn't take the chances that's what disappoints me but not the game not the play Last year's African champions, Tipe Mazembe, were blown away by another J-League champion, Sans Free Hiroshima, 3-0 in the opening game and lost the fifth-place playoff 2-1 to Club America of Mexico. It's been four years since an African team last reached the last four of this tournament. Uganda international goalkeeper Dennis Onyongo hasn't been at his best in the tournament and has more on what led to their failure to win here. Obviously disappointing from uh, from uh, the defensive part, mostly from the keepers. But uh, look, it's uh, it's the first time at the World Cup, but uh, we we're learning. I mean, they put us a lot of pressure from from the first first minute, and uh, it's from our mistakes that we considered. But uh, we we're learning from that, and we need to also put in something from uh, from what we've learned when we go back home. What do you think mainly? Um, because I know a lot of people they are looking at the score lines, they are looking at um, the failure, the failure to win, and people are talking about taking lessons back home. But for you, what is the main thing um, that is in Sundowns failing to win here? I think uh, 
we, 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 we couldn't finish uh, we, we couldn't finish off our chances and uh, whenever they got a chance they, they, they used it and for me I think uh, that's one thing that we must learn that when you get a chance you must bury it and from the first game we saw we got a couple of chances first half and we couldn't use them we, they got two chances second half and uh, they used them and that's what happened also today they got a couple of chances in the first half and they buried them and uh, uh, it's, you can see that it's a different level and they knew we have the technique but they're strong mentally and they're strong and quick on the ball and uh, it's something that uh, we, we, we expected but at the same time we, we, we couldn't match them pound to pound. Tactically, Sundowns were just no match for their opponents who pressed them high up and maintained discipline once they lost possession of the ball. The star, Percy Tao, continued to shine in this tournament despite the results in the two matches. He's only been back at Sundowns for five months, but the consolation goal he scored was a screamer and reminded him of what he's managed to achieve in the period. Poland gives another... It, 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 it gives it another... It, it doesn't give it true reflection. We tried our best. And we did we did a lot of things well better than the previous games. So but then yeah, it was a good game. I think we 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 are we are knocked down by what, what we expected, you know, the heat up with what we expected. But then yeah, it's cool. It was our first time we get back strong and if we play them again we'll beat them. And look I still still have a long way, you know. And I got a lot of chances I would have score a lot, few goals and like I say I'm, I'm getting I'll get better you know mm-hmm. I'm still still on I'm still on my way from my maturing you know mm-hmm. and uh, playing this international level helps a lot mm-hmm. and it comes early you know at 22 to mm-hmm. be this yeah it's, so it's it's quite okay for me if we're winning like I was there yeah. new celebration yeah I, I was gonna celebrate okay. but then uh, because we're losing uh, I don't. I was just thinking of getting the ball back to the goal into mm. to the halfway line and we play again and try and see if, if we can't get another one because they scored three in the first half, mm. so we can still score three or four in the second mm. half. We have another chance. Like it happened in our previous game, we we played better. We created a lot of chances in the first half, but we didn't score. Then in the second half, they scored. Mm. So ah, uh, wasn't that bad. SAFM Sports Wrap. That's about it for the show for tonight. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, this is the final week of SAFM Sports Wrap and the PSL Radio Show Second Jalo for 2016. Uh, Friday night, the last show, and we'll return uh, early in January. So make sure you keep listening for the rest of the week. Tomorrow night, Dwayne DeLocker back uh, for the final PSL Radio Show Second Jalo of the year. I'll be back again tomorrow afternoon on PM Live, and we'll have more sport for you tomorrow morning.